Opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by the pay-per-view fight of the year. Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And whoa, 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 whoa. Who said that? We are now, yeah. Uh, yeah, they did. I heard it in my earphones. Great. All right, we're back on the Blitz and somebody... Yeah, he had to dump both of them. All right. So who did that? That was oh. Josh. Oh. Saying remedial. Yeah. I'm so professional. Oh, his mic was on when he said menial. But it bleep. wasn't. I, the mic was never well, on. Uh, yeah, it was. Twi- but the mic wasn't on. Oh, boy. You know what? Our number. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's You're okay. Fine. I need God. more beer, I guess. I yeah, need I guess the exercise. Do. Yeah, you do. I mean, we all know that. What all right, let's try this again. Hour number two, seven one three seven eight. I'm not leaving. So there. well, don't, don't. I'm not leaving. Hang no, out until man. I redeem yeah. myself. You're, you're you're welcome here anytime. I hate to break. I wish it you guys to you. had more bread like they had at the golf course yesterday. What did you just eat? Bread? I ate a lot because I had to drive home. No, but I'm good. Is but, that, is that, that how you sober up? Is bread? Well, I mean, that was there. I mean, I had a bunch of bread. Oh, no, I thought you had some special way. The same age range. That was what we were told in high school. And drank water. I, I thought water and coffee was the way to sober up. No, we were like Josh and I were in the same age group. We were always told in high school dr- eat a lot of bread. Really? What's, what's your so hangover cure? Well, you got one. Margaritas. Friend? Josh, I like to go to Burger King. Aaron, Pedialyte, which you taught yeah, me right, pe- as I was an intern right before my bachelor party to New Orleans. Yeah, Pedialyte's, Pedialyte's a, good a good one. one. Yeah, my but- wife's got me taking these pills that are called like drink wells or something. Mm-hmm. She's like, my friends take them, so we're going to drink three of them before we drink tonight. Then we're going to drink three tomorrow. And I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I'll helps. put anything in my body. It does help. So, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm like Will Fuller. I will put anything in my body. Ask I will ask no later. questions. Yep. <laughs> so, AJ, you talked about Pedialyte when I was an intern, and I went to New Orleans for my bachelor party, woke up after two straight days of drinking nothing but alcohol as we were driving down back roads through Louisiana to get home. We were going to stop at the casinos. And I tweeted at you. I was like, hey, what's your hangover cure? And you said, Pedialyte. Yeah. So we had to stop in some tiny BFE town in Louisiana. And I ran into the pharmacy. And I said, you got this Pedialyte stuff? Yeah, here it is. And I chugged half the bottle before we got to the casino and then went in feeling like a million bucks. Yeah. Uh, Gatorade works well, too, but not the stuff that I drink, the Zero, because it doesn't have sugar in it, but the, the sugar Gatorade. But I've always found, like, if I'm hungover, which I don't get hungover. To be honest. Oh, a, someone's cool. No, it's not that. I'm an alcoholic. I don't I, get, uh, that, I think that's kind of neat. I did last Friday. Uh, every now and then. What kind of are you like a fun alcoholic or like leaving Las Vegas alcoholic? I'm a fun alcoholic. Okay. Fred I'm, is fun, but when he gets drunk, you can't understand anything. He might as well be speaking as Chinese. As long as he doesn't get to falling over alcoholic. Yeah. I'm not to that yet. He doesn't do that as much anymore. No. Fred's toned down. Like Probably the first five years I knew Fred, I was certain that he was going to die in an alcohol-related incident. You were not at the Maple Leaf when I met up with him one night after he'd been out all day. <laughs> I'm just telling you, like, in the, in, in the last... That was like three years ago. That was two years ago. Two but- years ago. Yeah, I haven't... The last year and a half has been... I've been pretty tame. He's toned it down. But, but if I get up and I do have a hangover, I will mix up a margarita. And that, that balances me out and I'm fine. Now, if I have a second one... 
That means I'm day drinking and I've pretty much erased what I just did. But yeah, one margarita. I don't know if it's just the sugar or what, and just a little bit of alcohol to balance out. Uh, strong one, of course, because I don't make them weak. Hey, um, you know how when Bill O'Brien was the head coach of the football team here, he used to always just say random things, and he, like he would—he he was a coach speak guy. He, he whatever yep. whatever you wanted to hear, that's what he was going to say, and he wasn't going to give you much else. We're going to coach better. We're going to play better. I'll be honest. When I get these these coach uh, quotes from Romeo Cornell, I'm kind of like. It feels nice and refreshing that he's a little he's, bit honest. Yeah, he actually is. What does he have to lose? Like if I said, if you said, how do you think running back David Johnson looked this week? What would Bill O'Brien have said? Uh, well, that'll be a coaching decision on Sunday. Uh, he's working hard, and uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. He'd say, you know, David, David looked real good in practice. He's been practicing hard. He's a hard practice guy. Uh, we're excited to have him out on the field on Sunday. Well, it actually depends on if they no. won or lost yeah. the previous game. Well, if they lose, no, 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 he's no, no, surly no, no. and angry. It's Friday. And, okay. So by now, Bill O'Brien on a Friday would he would have already pretended like the last loss. No, you know happen. what he would have said. I'm not a doctor. Right. I'm not a doctor. John, I, it's I, always I John. Yeah. John. John. I'm not a doctor. John. Here's what Romeo said. He's been looking halfway decent. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it continues through the day, and if it does, it'll be nice to have him available. I'd like to hug Romeo. He seems like such a nice man. Um, he's adorable. He's like a black wait, pooh bear. You know why I like Romeo? Like, I'll see him at the racetrack all the time. Do you? Yes. He yeah. likes the ponies? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, it's been a while since I saw him, but he used to be uh, like in that, that first floor kind of Vegas pavilion. You'd walk in, there's Romeo. Yeah, anybody that bets the ponies is cool. With so me. is he betting the horses that are there locally or ones that simulcast. are like Santa? And yeah, simulcast. You yeah. guys are going to races and aces down in Lafayette and just hang out and uh, bet uh, on you know random races I, in I've, New Orleans. I've and- been there. You know what I miss about New Orleans? They they had a an off track betting parlor on the on uh, in the French Quarter, and like the first floor was the dirtiest, scummiest place ever. Like every that doesn't sound like a racetrack. No, to me. every homeless dude in New Orleans was in there. But doesn't then, sound like Louisiana to me. But then you go upstairs, and it was really nice. And it took me like three years to figure out that I could go upstairs that there was an upstairs. And then once I did, it was awesome. Kind of like Delta Downs, though. Like I like Delta Downs, but it's a bunch of slot machines. Then you go upstairs yeah. for like Derby Day, and it's like here's lobster, here's crab, oh, yeah. here's everything. Dude, I know? I used to go to Delta Downs when it was it was even scuzzier than the the OTB in New Orleans and it, it was it was before they put the casino in and this is before Sam Houston opened Do you bet on dogs? Uh, You're a monster if you do. Uh, only if I'm drunk. I mean, I Have you I, been to the dog park in West Memphis, Arkansas? I have not. The only I've, dog the only dog track I've ever been to was the one in Lamar cuz my brother was a track announcer. I can't do it. Like I used to drive past it all the time going to visit family and I'd see this Greyhound park from the highway and I'd go I think it was in uh, the firm. The mo- it was featured yeah. in the firm. I couldn't imagine betting on dogs. I'd feel horrible, like a dreadful human being. I like. I went to the dog track. I've been one time, and we, we did a show there. We did a show there a couple times, actually. Uh, was it okay? Maybe twice. I've yeah. been there. Um, but one time they brought a dog in, and I was surprised at how big greyhounds are. They look skinny, it, but they're bigger than you expect. Yeah, they are, but they, they they're uh, they're Lanky. taller. Yeah. I always thought that greyhounds were like Santa's little helper on The Simpsons, and they were Ew. like short, little, skinny dogs. These greyhounds. They're, they're almost like Great Danes. They're, they're like they're bigger than my. Ger- I've got a, ger- a pretty big German Shepherd. They're taller than her, much skinnier. Yeah. Um. But it does make me sad that you know if you ain't a good racing dog, 
well, you ain't worth keeping around. Do they shoot these dogs up with steroids or coke? Was it coke they would shoot them up with? In West Memphis, Arkansas, they use meth, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. readily available. Yep. They grow it But there. They, they do make great uh, adoption dogs, and they did adopt, uh, I mean, thousands of dogs out of there in Lamarck. Well, because they're happy to get away from people who were shooting them up with coke so they could run races. Listen, if people were shooting you up with coke, would you be wanting to get away from them? <laughs> That's like saying, you know who's going to really appreciate you? Some busted like here, skank who used to be, you know, no, here, Josh, slapped here's around coke. by Ike Turner. I, I'm just telling you, if I give you some coke, guess what? You're coming back tomorrow. <laughs> I can see there, there's probably like degenerate dudes who bet on the, I, I'm betting on the six dog. And then the six dog loses. And then they say, you know what? I'll adopt that dog. And you know they they're taking out all their all their anger at their loss on that dog. Have it you does guys, make you sad. Have you watched a horse get put down at the track? Oh god, it's the times. worst thing I had never experienced. I've never it before. seen it in real life. So, I, you I, know that I, scene oh, I've the, seen it a bunch of times. In fact, I saw one time at Delta Downs. I saw me too. I saw a horse get impaled on the rail. What? Yeah. Oh, it was. God, it was, I'm it sorry. Was, I asked. Oh, no, dude, I've, I've seen a lot of this, and like it was a quarter horse race, and you know how they had that gap there. Oh. Past the finish line, oh. and the horse stumbled and just boom, right on the rail. Have you so what? Yeah, so I was. I was, at, and I actually got there. Oh. Uh, there was one night I got there about twenty minutes after a jockey died. Oh no, well, they're not, those are that's people. what they get. They make their yeah. decision there. <laughs> I mean, the horses had no choice. They chose to they're, ride in the race. The little fella got on the horse. Yeah, he I mean, chose that life. The horse didn't. Kent DeSormo said, "You know what? I'm getting on this horse. Yeah. Whatever happens after that, it is what it is." But. You know that scene in Napoleon Dynamite where they're in the school bus and, and they all watch the, cow the, the, the cow. He shoots the cow and they're like, oh, my God, that's how I felt. I was at Delta Downs and this horse, they put up a sheet. I'm like, oh, why are they putting up a sheet? That's something like, oh, my God, that horse is dead. They killed the horse. Well, it was the saddest up, thing ever. Sheet. Yeah, they, they, they. When, whenever the screen goes up, you know what's happening. You and need to watch. To, you need to learn about the circle of life, Josh. You will watch this horse. Is that what stuff. your Is that what your nanny said? Your great <laughs> Grammy. Uh, I just went back inside and had more lobster. No, I, 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 uh, I hate it when that happens, but I, I've seen it a lot, and it's kind of like. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it makes me sick, but at the same time, it's like, okay, there's another race coming up. I need, I just lost. <laughs> oh, God, you're a so horrible you go, person. You're the guy that gets the manual out, and you're like, all right, well, this I know nothing about these horses, but the manual says that this guy might win place or show. So I'm going to go no, with it's, it's actually it's called, the It's manual. called the racing form. Is Whatever, what the called. manual. The racing yeah. manual. No, me and Greg Cook went there one year. They sent us out with Delta Downs, and I had no idea what I was doing. They're like, uh, what, what's the ROI on this? I'm like, I don't know, what the hell does ROI mean? the hell are you talking about they're like well you the return on investment uh, bet on like lightning bolts i'm like all right we'll bet on that it is um it's fun to eat the fancy food up top at delta downs i know nothing about horses and then i feel bad for them the whole time i'm like poor horse. Dude, those horses have be- better lives than you do they yeah do. until they break their leg and they're like well we're just gonna shoot well, guess right what happens on the, on the track guess what happens when you break your leg they're gonna shoot you too josh what happens when you lose your voice box yep well, I mean, yep. that's they're going to put you down. That's I've been when, put when down twice. Jilly will now. do it. Yeah, when the gout when the gout gets you to where you can't walk, what's oh, going to happen? No. I've been put down from that too, multiple times. That's why I take seven cherry juice pills every so day. So you're going uh, tonight to drink some wine and watch a movie with your lady. I am. Yeah. You feel like you'll probably make love to her tonight? No. Uh, probably not. But after we'll, wine drinking, yeah, I know it seems odd, but we're going to watch some Emma Roberts movie. I love Emma Roberts, especially when she's being bitchy and sassy. She'd be great at that kind of erotica where they make fun of your small schmeckle. Your wife doesn't listen to this show, right? Well, she did randomly one day when she said I suck. But let's assume now she's not listening, right? Yep. 
after you watch the Emma Roberts movie, let's say she's drunk on wine. Yep. And she wants to make love. Okay. Will you picture Emma Roberts while you're on top of her? I would do that sober. It's Emma Roberts. Okay. She's an angel. Okay. It's not Jilly's fault, but Emma Roberts is an angel. Okay. I love Emma Roberts and Emma Stone. I love Emma's. I, I like, Emma, I'm, I'm really big on Emma Stone. I'm huge on Emma Stone. Yeah, she's she's she was in a movie called Easy A. That was like a, that 10 was a years hilarious ago. movie. It's a great movie. I'm starting to think I don't know who Emma Roberts is. Super horny thinking about it. Emma Roberts is the girl is like from the um, Where the Millers with uh, Jul- her dad Jennifer is Aniston. Eric Roberts from the soft core erotica films on Cinemax. I don't think she's that hot, honestly. And, uh, and Fantastically the Dark Knight. Fantastically hot. I love Emma Roberts. Oh God. Oh, uh, people are asking. She's okay. People are asking about Santa Anita and when the horses got. Uh, they had a stretch there where they had a bunch of breakdowns. There was like twenty deaths and, and, or something. And here's here's the worst part. The we were out there for a fight, and one of my best friends is. Uh, He's the guy who's he's a vice president of of player development out there. So I go out of to like visit horse development. No, no horse players, guys oh. like me who bet. Oh, and I went out to visit him because I hadn't seen him in years, and and I was getting the first class treatment and all this, and like they were so worried because it was the first day of the meet, and it's like just can we get through a day without a horse dying? And we get to the seventh race, and one of them broke down right in front of us, and it was like it, it just killed the buzz for the entire building. I got news. Emma Watson also unattractive to not me. Emma Watson. Emma, Emma, Watson Emma Watson is from. Emma uh, Watson's gross. I know I, she's I, uh, I already, that's Hermione, right? Yeah, I thought you said Emma Roberts and Emma Watson are hot. No, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma, Stone. Emma Stone's an angel. Yeah. Emma Stone is the the girl from uh, Easy A. Super bad. She was Easy great in Easy A. She was like you know that Holly. What was it? Holly, she's La La Land. Uh, like, I, yeah, I know who she is. She's she's cute. Oh yeah, I don't think she's smoking hot. She's not hot. No, but I—I I, I mean, she's got a. She's ten, super bad. She's got a ten personality. Too. She would have been a good Mary Jane. She's girl next door. Yeah, too. I like her. You don't like Emma Roberts? I don't think Emma Roberts. Is I have it hot. so bad for Emma Roberts. Uh, she and ranks, Eric Roberts. She ranks ahead of Emma Stone. No, or I mean Emma Watson. Well, Emma, oh, yeah. Emma Stone, Emma Roberts, Emma Watson. Emma Watson's yeah. probably going to be a dude in five years, if I had to guess. Like I'm not trying to be rude. Well, she did look a little. She dude-ish strikes and, me as someone who'll yeah. be like, now I'm a, now I'm Emil Roberts, and deal with it. Is mm-hmm. Emma Roberts related to Julia Roberts? Yeah, that's her niece, yeah. I believe. And the dad is her is Eric Roberts, who is Julia Roberts' brother. And if you ever masturbated to soft core erotica at some point. You probably masturbated Eric Roberts. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and put this out there. It's an unpopular opinion, but I'll stand by it. Julia Roberts not attractive. Not one hundred percent agree. Uh oh, it's a miracle. Uh oh, three what? three for three. Julia Roberts not hot. I mean, I would, but not I don't hot. get it. I don't get Julia Roberts. You know what? I'm going to give you two more. Julia Roberts not hot. Okay. Agreed. Sharon Stone not, not hot. that hot. She was like fifty when she was hot. She's probably eighty. You know, like. I lost it for Sharon Stone when they had her late in Casino with the short hair performing sexual stuff. Yeah, with yeah, Joe Pesci. that's that's where she turned me off. Is, is yep. she? Uh, yep. The, uh, it was she. She was bleeping the little guy. That yeah. was the it for me. The only thing that makes Sharon Stone hot out. is she the looks like shots? she does dirty stuff. Like that's what's hot about her. She looks like she's nasty. And you're like, oh, that's kind of. That's... But I I agree with you totally on both of those. Number three, Demi Moore, not, not hot. hot. Like if you I want, did like you, I did like her bald in the uh, Marine nope, movie. Nope, I didn't like that. Here's I didn't like Demi that Moore one was bit. Hot. That's that's Not the only hot. time. I don't like girls who look like they could beat me up. I, I agree. Think that, that makes me soft. Here's where Demi Moore was at her best. A film called About Last Night. She had no breasts. They were yeah. That was size. Rob Lowe. Yeah. And she was naked, full frontal, in front of a uh, a refrigerator. It looked nice. Also very nice in a film called Disclosure, where she sexually assaulted also Michael Douglas. 
But then I look back and I go, not really hot. Nope. No, I just liked her bald because, you know, I don't like I'm into that. Hot. I'm into that. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. I like Kirsten Dunst. Uh, I actually liked, I liked her until about the last few years. She has not aged well. What do you guys think about both chicks in Wild Things? That was. Uh, uh, I really. I don't know why I like Nev Campbell. I used so to much. like Nev Campbell, and I don't know why either. Because now I, look, I was saying this the other day. Nev Campbell always looks like she's confused about stuff. Like her face is like. I think she looked good in the first scream. Right, but but why? Because she always looks like. Was it in Cruel Intentions? And uh, no, oh no, that you're thinking of uh, who was in Cruel Intentions? That uh, what's her name? She's now got like Parkinson's. Sarah Michelle well, Sarah Geller. Michelle Geller did, but the other chick, it was also in there. Uh, Naomi something? No, the, the one gal. Who am I thinking of? I uh, don't know. I, Reese I Witherspoon. No, she was there too. Selma Blair. Selma Blair. She has like Parkinson's now. Does she yeah. really? It's sad. Reese well, Witherspoon is, is still hot. You know, who, and I told you guys this the other day, I think the most beautiful woman that's ever walked the face of the earth is Christina Applegate. Mm. There, I said it. She was hot. I said it. She was hot in uh, everything. In I love Christina Applegate. Well, mm. listen, in the words of our president, it's very hard to be a 10 if you're flat-chested. <laughs> hey, you know, and he said a lot of... Like, never think, mind. Uh, you know that's what? a bad joke. That's uh, a really awful joke. But the president said that, Do you not guys me. like uh, his daughter? Do you like Ivanka? I love Ivanka. Yeah, well, save that because we we got to go to break here. I like sorry. better the, uh, sorry. It's all right. the press secretary. We're, we're, we're only five me minutes too. late. So, um, And my buddy... Crystal asked, do you ever bet on weenie dog races? Dude, we used to bet on the ostrich. We'd all put 20 bucks up on the ostriches and the camels and wiener- anything that, that that was running, we'd bet. And you can do that at uh, you can do that at my bookie. Not everything. You can't bet the weenie dog races there's, at my there's bookie. There's no ostrich races? Uh, no, but you bookie. can bet everything else. And uh, games all, there's games tonight. There's games all weekend. You know, Fred, I hate to interrupt, but there's soccer Anywhere in the country, there will always be soccer to bet. Anywhere on. in the world, it's absurd. Yeah, and in the world, it's absurd. Like three in the morning, I'm like, I'm Jones into bet. It's like, oh, well, there's something happening in Israel. I'm like, well, I'll bet on that. Uh, Table I, tennis. I have a friend. He'll he'll sit here and bet soccer teams from Argentina that he's never heard of, and he does it all on my bookie. And that's because you know we're degenerates, and that's what we do. And uh, my favorite's live betting. And, and I'm telling you right now, Tulsa. Uh, whenever they get down early. You live bet Tulsa, whatever the number is, you are cashing every single game. Football? And, uh, yes, the Golden football, Hurricane? The Golden Hurricane. Uh, go, uh, go to mybookie.ag now, and they're going to match your first deposit 50%. All you have to do is owner, uh, enter promo code radio when you sign up. Mybookie.ag. You bet, you win, they pay. Mybookie. On ESPN 97.5. Hey guys, it's AJ Hoffman. It's fall and we could all use a little awesome. Well, our friends at Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys. Guaranteed to upgrade your life. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. Who wouldn't want awesome stuff sent to them every month, right? It's like Christmas on your doorstep. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them to pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month. 
across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLITZ at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code BLITZ for 20% off your first box. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by the pay-per-view fight of the year, Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. Watch it live this Saturday at 8 p.m. Central, only on pay-per-view. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. So yeah, Josh is into this, too. Is Jack picking the songs today? Oh, I'll keep you my I'm, dirty little secret. Uh, AJ hates this, but Aaron and I both like this song. So. Jilly's a huge fan of like early two thousands, mid two thousands, punk, punk. Yeah, yeah, like they, that. They are too. The, the All American Rejects. That's because and, uh, at that point in time, you were Fall already beating people up for listening to this stuff. I like it too. I'll I don't real. beat people up for listening to anything. I think everybody should listen to what they want. Seventeen year old AJ did not. But you sure. should open yourself up to being made fun of if you listen to stupid music. Like See, imagine, like imagine so, the Rolling Stones existed, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to listen to "I'll Keep You My Dirty Little Secret" by what's the name of this band? That's fu- the uh, All American Rejects. Reject. I didn't Reject. say I don't like the Rolling Stones. I'm just saying, imagine that there's music like that in the world, and you're going to spend time listening and, and to all American Wait, wait imagine right? a guy who thinks Taylor Swift is the songbird of our generation. She literally criticizing is. other people's musical well, taste. To be fair, you've never listened to the Red Album, which is one of the best albums ever. Taylor Swift is a musical genius. Well, just to interrupt, though, every band has bad stuff, though. Like, you brought up the Rolling Stones. Your boy, Mick Jagger, did a lot of bad stuff. Oh, Sh- Shattered is one of the worst songs sure. in the history of the world. Actually, I like that one. Oh, that's, that's horrible. Shattered. Oh. Josh and I talked yesterday, and <laughs> I, I don't knew, remember I knew it. Them, I knew it would go bad if I started talking to Josh about music. Why? I like, I like all music. You do, but, like... You were like, do you like uh, The Doors? Yeah, I like The Doors. I know, and I, and he I was like, yeah. I said, no, I always thought The Doors were like a goof band. Like, I thought it was a gag. He goes, Doors and Kiss, I thought they were goof bands. Yeah, I'm like, I like both of those. Out, like, turns out there's people who are like, really serious about their music, and Josh is like, yeah. I'm not serious about The me. Doors, but I oh, like serious The Doors. About it. Like, Roadhouse Blues, that's a good jam. Uh, like, I, actually, gotta... actually, Bullister Cult did a much better version of well, Road, Roadhouse Blues. But anyway, uh, no, The Doors, when I'm stoned, I oh, like yeah. But Kiss, I grew up loving Kiss, and now I listen to Kiss songs. I'm like, how the hell did I think this was good when I was a kid? I had front row seats to see Kiss uh, right before the Rona, mm. and then the Rona happened, so I didn't get to drive to Well, here, to here's some Kiss. news. If you've seen them before, every show they've done since is I've the exact twice, so. same show. Is there explosions? Is uh, they, they do fire, yeah. yeah, yeah. God of Thunder, Stanley they do come the out fire. And yeah. Hey, everybody! And you're like, hey, yeah! We're going to rock and roll on that and party so, like Peter Chris and who's the other guy who's basically Ace Freely. And Peter they're, Chris they're not basically neither one of them are in the band. Okay, today. so Peter Chris and Ace Freely are out. Yep. So do the guys who show up and play their parts, do they get to wear the Now the they do. It used to yeah, be they, the guys wore a different type of character. Now they just wear the Ace Freely and Peter Chris yeah. makeup. That sucks for Ace Freely and Peter Chris. Well, they're a-holes. They're they, you know it's like it's like the Eagles who I think are one of the best bands I think Gene of all Simmons time. Gene Simmons is also kind of an he a-hole. He is, but here's my thing. 
So if you go to the Eagles, massive right, tongue though. The the Eagles as a band are fantastic, I think. Okay. But what happened is you had a couple guys, one by the name of Randy Meisner, and then I forgot the other dope. And these two guys were so like they wanted the same equal billing and equal money that both Glenn Fry and Don Henley made. And you're like, no, friend, you don't get that. They wrote all the songs and they're awesome, and you're Randy Meisner. And then these guys ended up just leaving the band, and it's like, well, that's your fault. You should have just ridden the wave because Glenn Fry and Don Henley are two of the greatest singer-songwriters ever, and you're Randy freaking Meisner. How about that? If you want to watch a great documentary, my friend, I'd watch the four-hour Eagles documentary. Fantastic. I'm not watching a four-hour documentary. Yeah, I'm, I'm not watching four There's hours on anything half. but bald Natalie Portman. Or, or what about a four-hour documentary about the whole Nightmare on Elm Street series? I love it. It's I would called, watch that. That's awesome. It's called um, Never Sleep Again, and it covers all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Here's my here's my unpopular Eagles opinion. They suck too, huh? Nope. Joe Walsh is too good to be in the Eagles. Joe, no, Joe Walsh is fantastic. Joe Walsh is like he's he's a bigger star than the Eagles. Like no, he's, he's not. Yes, he is. Not even remotely. Joe Walsh is like the three of us at happy hour. He just blitzed off his ass. No. Mumbling through no, stuff. He had, he Joe had a, he a, had a, a musical a, genius. He had a good solo career. But it's he's, a Rocky Mountain way. But he's not, but he's not bigger than the Eagles. He's that's not. So. I don't know. You I realize think he's too big still to join a band. biggest album ever is still the Eagles' greatest hits, 71 to 75. That's four years of music, and it's like the second best-selling album ever. From four years, they worked four more years after yeah. that. You know who was bigger than Joe Walsh and joined a band? Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar is God. bigger than Joe Walsh. Oh God, yes. God, yes. Don't S- e- don't even go and look up most albums sold and stuff like that. It's Sammy Hagar rules. Yeah. he's my hero. I don't. I, don't I, I never quite understand what the hell Three Lock Box was about, but me neither. You know, but I love it. But I love the song. Life's been good by Joe Walsh. Great jam is one of the ten greatest See, songs in the history of time. We're not arguing that Joe Walsh is great. Joe Walsh is not bigger than the Eagles. The Eagles are one of the two or three biggest bands well, of all time. Uh, what what, what, I, what, what I think, I'm saying is he's too big of a star to just join and be part of a band. Why did he join the well, Eagles? No, he, what, I don't what, know. What I, what I think he's trying to say is, is he would have been fine just staying on his own. Yeah. I would have been okay with that. He didn't need to share the money. I guarantee you that in 2020, no one would have interest in Joe Walsh mumbling, singing, Rocky Mountain Way, but they uh, have interest. Sure they would have. Not, not, not a whole uh, stadium no. filled with people. Dude, I would not, go see him sing in the city right I now. I agree. Told, but that's an Eagles song. No. Isn't it? Eagle, would, you rather, city, would you rather see Joe Walsh by himself right now or the Eagles? Well, now that Glenn Fry is dead, I have no interest in the Eagles because I hate Don Henley. I so think the answer is Joe Walsh. But I love, I, I love, you're like, why are you pitting me with Joe Walsh against, I love them both. You told me I was wrong. I, you're wrong in the sense that Joe Walsh would not fill up a stadium right now. I agree. All live Eagles would fill up a stadium. Uh, yes. Do I, can I just. I hate to say in this. In the city is a solo Joe Walsh? That, yes, that's Joe Walsh. Dude, that's Joe not Walsh. Eagles? Joe that Walsh's was, no. solo career and, is and by the way, great stuff. By I the way, I, I hate to break this to you. Nobody's filling up a stadium right now. That's true. Don't be yeah. an a-hole. Uh, I'm sorry. No, you know who is? I just speak facts. You know who is? The Aggies. That's true. The Aggies yeah. are. They're, we're at 30% capacity. Hey, what, are, what, what, is, what is this beer? Left that, and right. Yeah. Multiple teams have said, we're kind of weird about how the Aggies have a really loud stadium. It's kind of yeah, weird. Well, Florida's like, well, we're going to fill our stadium up because the Aggies have 30%. This is the SEC, Bubba. Yeah, I guarantee that LSU game they played a couple weeks ago did not have 30%. Oh, by the way, you know what? I'm going to give out a little tidbit. I'm going to tell you my best college bet of the whole entire week. Football? College football. Josh, you're not going to like this. The In the City is an Eagles song. No, no, Joe Walsh. It is Walsh. an Eagles song. It was song. Joe Walsh. It is an Eagles song. There's harmony in it. 
It is an eagle song. Oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, in the city. That is sorry. an eagle what, song. What does that say? What does that say there? Mine says, my, mine says in the city, it's it's freaking eagles. Joe Walsh song. Go look at Wikipedia. It's on the uh, Long Run album. No. The the Eagles redid it after he yes. did. So, but that's it was a another joke. version of the song recorded by the Eagles was included on their album, The Long Run. Yes. The original song was released in 1979, the film The Warriors. Yes. Have you ever seen The Warriors? The Eagles, I have. The Eagles okay. remade his song. You Warriors He's are good. He's in the Eagles. And once he joined, they were like, hey, you wrote a really badass song. Can we make this song? Also, great song, uh, uh, Pretty Maids All in a Row. Joe Walsh in the Eagles. Hey now, how are you? That's a great song. You, you know, I'm fighting change, with you, you know, about no, Joe Walsh. You're, you're, you're talking in a very fighting voice. Yeah, and you, you changed the subject because you were wrong about in the city. You were. The Eagles did it later, but it was a Joe Joe Walsh song. Do you guys also get the vibe though that Don Henley's kind of a jerk? He gives off like an elitist vibe that I don't like about him. There Man. are two cartoon television shows which the Eagles version of the song was used. Can you name them, Fred? Uh, Jabberjaw. One of them's probably The Simpsons. One is The Simpsons. Uh, the episode, The Winter of His Content, in which Bart's plot is a parody of The Warriors. <laughs> and the other? The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. That's they, a good oh, you know what? They used it in uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah. The episode ding, is ding, called ding, ding, two The Rick Mix-Up. Look yep. at you, Fred. <laughs> Look at there you. There goes my hero. Uh, <laughs> Watch but, him as he goes. All right, Fred, tell us about your hair. Yeah, you know what? It was really cool yesterday being at the golf tournament. Got to see my man, Dr. Linville, because he hadn't seen the hair in a while. And he's like, wow, um, are you happy with it? I'm like, you're damn right I'm happy with it. And, of course, his hair looks great because he had it done, too. And that's what sold me on it because I went in and I didn't want to do anything goofy. I was just going to shave it. And he's like, no, no, we do the neograph procedure. What we do is we take the hair off the back of your head. We put it on the front, your own hair. It just regrows. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. So they moved 2,451 hair follicles. I, I, was, I didn't have much hair, not going to lie. And guess what? It turned out great. I love it. And, yeah, at some point I'm going to get it cut. But right now I'm just growing it out and being a bum because I can do it because I have hair again. So if you go to 975hair.com and talk to Dr. Linville, let him let him tell you what it's about. And uh, I, I promise you, if you're in a position where, especially if you're a younger guy, and man, I don't want to lose my hair and it's starting to happen, go to 975hair.com, free consultation, talk to Dr. Linville, get your hair back today. 975hair.com, it will change your life. ESPS 97.5. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. Made to chill. That's Coors Light. And that's me, John Granato. Let me tell you about Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Did you know that Coors Light is the official beer of going golfing just to drink beer? That's right. It's also the official beer for not limiting happiness to just one hour. And of course, Coors Light is the official beer of drinking in the shower. So grab 12 ounces of chill. Grab 16 ounces of chill. Grab a 12-pack. That's 144 ounces of chill. Coors Light. Made to chill. Chill, baby. 
Call Allstate Windows and Siding for hurricane impact windows. All windows from Allstate Windows and Siding made in Texas, built for Texas tough weather. Rain, wind, hail, it's all covered. Plus, you can save up to 40% on your electric bill. They're here to help Houston, extending their fall specials. 25% off windows or buy 10 windows, get two free. $2,000 off complete siding jobs too. Home and virtual appointments available, family run for four generations. Remember Allstate Windows and Siding for hurricane impact windows. Call them today, 832-204-1936. 832-204-1936 or allstatesidingandwindows.com. Court is back in session where the judge wears stripes and both teams are ready for a heated debate. No objections, no filibusters here. Only fast pace in your face basketball. Catch all the action right here on the Texas A&M Sports Network. Texas A&M UTRGV, Sunday at 2.30 on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by the pay-per-view fight of the year. Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. And I don't know, after this conversation, I want to go home and get stoned and watch the Warriors again. Come out and play, Fred. You not Warriors. basketball season, Fred. You Warriors are good. The best. All right. <laughs> yeah, that part I hate because that guy. Don't you? Didn't you just want to shoot that guy in the face the whole time? I mean, he I was never like, wanted to shoot anybody in the face. And he's a military. It's not man. what you said about that porno the other day. Um, what? Uh, what was your pick? Give the people your pick. Uh, the the team total in the LSU Bama game for Louisiana State is nineteen and a half. Is that American? Nineteen and a half American football points. They scored 11 American football points against Auburn. They scored seven against A&M at, like, the last minute. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not real thrilled about the, the actual total under because Alabama might score 55-ish. But I don't think there's any way in hell that LSU scores 19.5 points. I do not either. I, I think they are in real tr- – like, Kentucky scored three points against Alabama. Like, they, they are – Alabama's defense since the Ole Miss game, they figured it out. Uh, I think their last four games, the average points allowed for the University of Alabama is about nine. I, I Can I think, just say one of us predicted that they would get their defense together and when they were sucking early, and you were like, oh, I've never seen an Alabama defense play this badly. Well, like, they were poor early. I, I yeah, but 40 but, something points to, mm, to Ole Miss. Somebody said, hey, I think they'll get it together. Well, they certainly have. Uh, mm. They are legit on defense. And, boy, here's the other thing. So, LSU on offense this season has scored 23 total touchdowns. And they all came probably in the first three weeks when Miles Brennan was healthy, if I had to guess. I, well, I don't think they all came. Well, I mean, one in the came first last week. So, um, But of those 23, those 23 touchdowns that they scored on offense, uh, Terrace Marshall, the receiver who just opted out. Yep. Scored ten of those twenty three touchdowns. They're a mess, dude. They're a mess. Can um, uh, I want to go over some lines because there's a game tonight, Lafayette. Oh, State. that's a fun one. That's for the Sun Belt. Yes, go Cajuns. 
the, so uh, here's, I, I, I don't know that I'm with you on go Cajuns. I'm uh, rooting for them. That's Louisiana. That's, well, they call themselves. They're just Louisiana now. Yeah, yeah. well, they're not. They, that's how they feel good about themselves. They're Louisiana Lafayette. No they're one Lou, takes them seriously. Lou Laugh. Uh, but here's a crazy thing. Louisiana Lafayette and App State, the history of the, that rivalry, they've played eight football matches in their history. App State has won eight of eight of those football matches. Is that a History's trend? History's going to change. Is that a trend? That is a trend. Right, I'm just checking because I'm, I'm not good at this. Yeah, I bet. Uh, they played twice last year, and yeah. I bet I, I bet Louisiana both times thinking that they had the right. Now's the time. Yep. I don't know. I'm not touching it, so I'm out on it. I, I actually like App State to cover the three. I, I don't blame Don't you. love it. Like it. Don't love it. But uh, uh, that one I, I put a few bucks on. I uh, took Okie State minus two and a half against TCU. Okay. Uh, that's one of my plays. Not a big one. Uh, I, I'm staying away from the Aggie games. I'm, I, I want to bet Kansas State, but that number's come down. Uh, so I'm staying away I would, from that. I would bet. Although it's not really a change. It's still seven and a half. Is uh, there something weird about Auburn only being a six-point dog? I would bet Auburn if they were seven. Yeah. Listen, here's the dirty secret about the dirty little secret. Uh, what's that band called again? All American Rejects. That's A-A-R. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's the dirty we, we just little call secret them the about Aggie football. Yeah. Their offense is not very good. It's 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 not explosive at all. Uh, they play really good defense. They though. do play good defense, but and and really they stop the run really well is what they do. It, it's gonna be. I, I don't know how. I don't know if Bo Nix is good enough to beat the Aggies. It wouldn't shock me if he did. But A and M's offense. This is. That, I don't want like betting A and M. To cover a touchdown, that's tough for me. Yeah, I, and and they always struggle against Auburn, even when Auburn's not as good as they are, yep. which doesn't happen very often. So, yeah, I'm not playing it, but I, there's no way I'm taking Aggie there. By the no. way, LSU was only down, I think, 13 nothing going into the fourth quarter last week until they threw a pick six yeah, in the but goal was, line. It was also in a crap rainstorm. It, but that doesn't matter. If you're a better no, team, but if you're a better team, you should be LSU's awful. No, but that, LSU's that, a bad football but team. That, they should have beaten them by 20. Dude, that they does. Did, I, mean, I hate but, to break it to you, but that does affect things. The no, weather, no, I, the no, weather has an impact. You don't, people were using that too much of an excuse for A&M. Like, in rain, do you think Alabama's only beating LSU by 20 in the rain? No, L- Alabama's beating them by 50 in the rain. They may, don't care that it's rain. Maybe not. Oh, well, let's so. discuss why, why did A&M only score 14 or 17 points against Vanderbilt. Like, right. Well, the, but the truth of it is, their offense just isn't that good. No, but let's let, let's also keep in mind that was the first game after all the COVID delays. I mean, there weren't no not everybody was cranked up right away. Not everybody's Alabama. Okay, uh, there have been a lot of teams that that I think are pretty damn good that that struggled early on the first week, and then the next week they look totally different. This isn't me saying A and M's not good. It's me saying their offense is not as good as no, and that, as, as a top ten team. And that should matter, though, and, that, should, and that's should. fair. But we, it also there also needs to be context. I mean, in some Florida's, of these bad performances. Florida's defense isn't as good as a top ten team. No, defense Florida's be. defense is garbage. Like that, that's there. Uh, most of these teams have some kind of a flaw. Alabama does not. I just think people use too much of an excuse for A and M. LSU is a bad football team. They gave up like 50, forty points to Missouri. I mean, like these are teams that scored a bunch of points they were against all LSU out to beat Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. They, by the way, they had to get a missed field goal at the end of the game to beat Arkansas. And LSU and A and M are thirteen nothing going into the fourth quarter. So A and M is not very good, and they can get their little milkmen doing their little finger guns and stuff. Fine. 
they're not good. A&M is not good, and they'll lose to somebody. Uh, see, they will lose uh, to somebody. Uh, this will tell you what, what. They've already lost once. All they got, yeah, you, against the best team in the country, Josh. I know that, but they could also lose. Could they not lose to Auburn? No, could I'm, Auburn say, beat I'm, them? I'm saying they can, but to sit here and say the team's not good I don't is think ridiculous. they're good. Okay, that's I don't ridiculous. think they're that good. Yeah. I'm not an expert, but you, I don't think know, they're have, that good. Have a few more drinks. <laughs> I'll say this about I'll say this about LSU. They're awful. They're the, the worst team in the league. The first game, other than Vanderbilt, when, when Mississippi State beat them, put up 45, 44, 45 points, and Mike Leach was like draw. He he made they some a bandwagon wagon. meme like or They've commercial. He's like, hey, points since then. Look at me. I'm uh, hop on the bandwagon now. And Mississippi State, I don't think has scored a touchdown since that no, day. LSU's no, LSU's awful. And so it's like, how did they? How did they put forty four? And now I will say this about LSU: LSU's defense has gotten better as the season's the gone couple, on. But I, no, they haven't gotten better. You know what's happened? They played A and M, whose offense could stinks, and they played Arkansas. Could be Arkansas had five big plays against LSU. I think and, they had like four or five forty uh, forty yard plays. Listen, this isn't. No, I know LSU because I sit there and cry every and, week and when I, I watch. Don't, them. I don't give a crap about LSU this year. They suck. They're awful. But the, Fred likes LSU too. He's, he's, I, he's I do. a secret but th- fan. But this year they they suck. So to hell with them. But you know you're you're watching these SEC games and talk about how bad these teams are. How much are you watching these other leagues? Are you watching any Big Twelve? If you're going to sit here and tell me how much the SEC teams suck, because you haven't said a good thing about any of them. I don't watch the Big Twelve. Okay, that much. then. Well, Texas, I know they suck because Tom Herman's a bum. And oh, oh, so, oh, now, oh, now they're going to get Urban Meyer, though. I will say this. LSU fans should be glad they didn't have to play Texas this year. I agree. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, no, Texas would have found a way to choke it. I don't think so. Because no, they, they would have been a 10-point favorite, and they would have choked in, it. In a normal year, fans in the stands who know what happened. But LSU also lost 40, like 30-something players from this yeah. year. So they, they were going to be bad. Yeah. But to go out... like. Mississippi's been worse than I thought they would. Mississippi be, State scored a bunch, I, I, and Missouri scored a bunch against them. A and M had thirteen points going into the fourth quarter. A and M's offense stinks. Fred, did you really think? Uh, I, I no, I, I didn't think LSU was going to be good this year. You but cannot did you think lose. they would be like lose to Missouri bad. I, 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 I don't think anybody thought uh, that. I did until we had Coach O on, and then he inspired me, and I'm like, okay, maybe he's right. And then when I saw him, I'm like, no. I, I, I mean, I didn't think, I didn't think they would be good. But I didn't think they would be lose to Missouri. But but they also had the ball at the one yard line with four plays from that play and should have beaten Missouri. Sure, yeah, but they still but, gave up forty five points to Missouri, and they also lost every Missouri, single as the natives call. Yeah, uh, and two of their best players opt out. They lose all those guys to the NFL. Everybody that they lost last year got drafted or signed with the team. Well, their you actual can't... best player opted out this week. Not a great sign. No. Not a great sign for them going uh, forward. Well, I mean, I think the receiver. Luckily, they only have Alabama and Florida in their next two yeah. games, so but, it's not. But a big no, deal. I, I think I think the receiver who opted out before the season and was Ole their Miss, best player, who will score sixty on them, probably will score sixty on them. Mm. All right, quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN nine seven five. clock and grab your job. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. 
You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by the pay-per-view fight of the year, Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. Watch it live this Saturday at 8 p.m. Central, only on pay-per-view. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. I think Josh is wandering around a little bit. Maybe he'll come back. That's all right. But we still got beer. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, can I just finish my thought on A&M? Sure. Uh, listen, I don't think they're great, okay? But I do think to say they're not good is just kind of silly. They're, I agree They're with a that. good football team now. But there's something in between they're, they're not good and their playoff material. They're, well, but that, that, and that's the problem with, with we're not going to have enough of a sample size to fairly because I'll, I'll be honest with you right now. And I know this isn't going to make A&M fan happy. I'll take Cincinnati over A&M right now on a, on a neutral field. But I don't know because they don't have any. They haven't beaten anybody. Now they've they've destroyed some teams that I think are pretty good. Uh, and I see that defense, and I'm like, dude, defensively, uh, I I think they're as good as A&M, and their offense may be better. What about the Chanticleers? Would you take them over? No, A&M? no, not even close. Would you in take fact, the Chanticleers are probably going to get. They're going to be. Get- Stomped by uh, BYU. By the way, by the way, BYU minus ten, all over it. Yeah, love me some BYU tomorrow. Although BYU, like when you said the other day, like you put Cincinnati in the mix and you'd put BYU in the mix before a And M. I can get behind Cincinnati. Like I think Cincinnati's got they've got a legitimate. No, I you know, I, no, got, I didn't. P five. I didn't say. I didn't say I would. I would uh, put them in over them. I said I would take them on a neutral field. The Aggies are going to have a better resume than both those teams. I don't know about BYU. I mean, BYU, they, they, their schedule's outside the top 100. They've done nothing. Well, I, that I mean, Houston win doesn't look like anything. No, either, right? no, so. but, and, 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 but the Boise win was, I mean, they, of course, that was the third-string quarterback. So right. everybody does, but, I mean, they have not been. They got this, tested this, in one game. This will be their best win if they beat Coastal Carolina. Yeah, or well, they will be Coastal Carolina. But, that, I'm but saying, if they if, if they that's beat them, your best win at the end of the year, you don't but, deserve. But much again, if you beat them fifty six to ten, which is what's going to happen, by the way, you can uh, you can move on this game as if it's already been played tomorrow. But um, no, I, I just I mean, I test. I could I BYU can match up with these teams, and and if if they were on a neutral field tomorrow, I would take BYU against A and M. Doesn't mean I'd be right. And I have no and, and talk about resumes. The resume is not going to be good enough. It's not even close. Cincinnati's is better, but both these teams kind of suffered a little bit from not having out of conference games against high quality opponents. So, just because I think they're better than A and M, if I'm the committee, if it comes down to it, A and M is going to be ranked higher because they have a better resume. They have a win over Florida, which neither one of those teams can sniff. Uh, IOTH Town says if the Ags could just recruit, recruit a QB. They could compete with Bama. The recruiting is catching up. I disagree mm-hmm. with that on many, many levels. Nobody can compete with Alabama. Here's the deal: like, it, if they um, could just didn't get a LSU QB compete with them last year once in like everybody 10 years. thought everybody That's thought what's that happen. Alabama's got three wide receivers that will go in the first round of the draft. A and M's recruiting is not catching up with Alabama's. No one's is. And here's the the, the QB thing: Mac Jones was supposed to be like a stopgap guy to get to the number one quarterback in the country. Mac Jones is going to win the friggin' Heisman this year. Like, the, random guys show up and win Heismans at Alabama. They, they are just, it's a different level. Like, Aggie might be catching up with some other SEC teams, but 
no one's no one's well, close to year in year out doing what Alabama's doing. When you say quarterback, though, what you're talking about is you need somebody transcendent. And you need another John Football. Uh, uh, yeah, but you need John Football, who's got the rest of the team that A and M's got right now. Right. That's very and, difficult to do, though. And, it's and hard you, to find. If those you guys. do that, and, and we see this occasionally, where Auburn can jump up and beat Alabama, where LSU last year, well, they had a historically good team and beat Alabama. It still was all out to do it, by the way. I might, I might want to add that in there. Yeah. And Aggie can do that one year here and there, but yes, they do need a quarterback. I, I don't dislike Kellen Mond, but I don't think Kellen Mond is transcendent in any way. I don't think he's special. I think he's just a good quarterback. The thing is, you know what? Here's here's one you don't want to hear. I'll take if you put Sam Ellinger on A and M, they're a better team. Of course they are. Isn't he thirty? He is. And he's thirty two. He's been around actually. a long yeah. time. Here's the thing about A and M though. Texas I mean, is back. The expectation that and this is it's only going to go further now because A and M is going to finish probably in the top ten this year, and people will assume top five that at this rate. People will assume that A and M's this close, and the truth of it is. This is probably the ceiling for A&M. It's not a bad thing. If you're a team that occasionally jumps up and finishes top five in the country, a lot of programs would, would give their left nut for that. The, the ow, problem, ow. Yeah, the problem not, becomes A&M expects to win national championships. And in the history of me, my dad, and my grandfather, A&M doesn't win national championships. That, so they, Have you not been to their stadium? I have been to their okay, stadium. Then you can't say that. But they spend money to win national championships. Their coach makes more Listen, than almost but, anybody. But, in the but they don't win. I no, know, but that's the, they I don't. understand the expectation. They don't, but there's no reason. But Iowa spends money on a national Not, championship Yeah, coach. that's Kirk Ferentz. He's a criminal. <laughs> there's a whole, like, that guy's a fraud. So, But there's no reason that one of these years A&M can't have an Auburn-type run where if they have a Cam Newton-type player, they have, they, have the, they have the ability to do that. They, but until I mean, they do it. Auburn had Cam Newton. They also had Nick Fairley. They had yeah. like they, they had multiple top ten draft picks on that team. I uh, mean, no, I think there were two on that team that actually went in the top ten. If it, I'm not mistaken. That's multiple. That's multiple. No, actually, Fairley went eleventh or twelfth. Okay. Yeah. I I, I, don't I could know be wrong true. about that, but Fairley turned out to be a bum in the NFL. But, oh, uh, who cares? So did Johnny Manziel. True. I mean, who? That, but it, in college, he was a stud. But my point is, though, A and M gets those kind of guys too. A&M is not all that different from Auburn. The different is, difference is Auburn had those runs where they made it to a championship game, they won a championship game. You go look at the history of those programs, they've always been the B team in their state, and they've also been, a, I think A&M is capable of that. I think they've got the right coach for it, but I, I do agree it's going to take a Cam Newton. It's going to take a quarterback that can beat Alabama. Not too many of those exist. I think and, Auburn only did that once, though, in the no, last they made, 20 they, years. They also made it to the championship game and lost to, uh, um, lost to Oregon. They, they only beat Oregon. They beat Oregon, they, but they lost to uh, Florida State. They lost to Jameis Winston. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still, they haven't done a ton in 20 years. Like, Tommy Tuberville had a good program, right? Tommy Tuberville, in a good year, would win 10 or 11, and they'd, they'd, win, they'd go to the West, and they'd win the West. That's or the whatever. thing. That was before Bama was good, by the way. Like, everyone acts like A&M's this close. They're not. No Since one's that close I to Bama. I graduated high school in 1998. Do you know how many times since 1998 the Texas A&M fighting Aggies have won double-digit games in a season? I'll guess twice. Fred? I think it's once. It's once. Yeah. One single time. Jonathan F. in football? They were 11-2. and two. Under Kevin Sumlin. Who's also a bum. 
and a total and, bum. So and again, this isn't like a this isn't saying that they're they can't be a good football program, but the truth of it is since 2000, this is how many losses they've had by year. 4 6 8 5 6 4 6 8 7 4 6 2 4 5 5 5 6 4 5 1 this year. What other program in college football averages four or five losses a season that we still say, you know what, their upside is a national USC, championship. Michigan. The Michigan's a good USC. Yeah. There's yeah. some. Florida until this year. I mean, uh, I, and, I, and I don't think they're but as good But you know what, as, USC and Florida and Michigan, they've won, they've won championships uh, when since was I was the, in When was the last time Michigan it's won a championship? It's been a long time, yeah. but it's, it hadn't been 20 1998. years. 1998. Yeah, yeah, it has been 20 uh, years. Boyd Carr. Boyd exactly Carr was their last yeah. championship. So there, no, that's actually... Uh, when was the Aggies' uh, last 20, championship? 20, um, like four weeks, four weeks ago, thirty-eight, thirty-eight. So, that, that's, that, what I'm that's saying, not though. that's not the point. Though Michigan AJ. has a history of winning championships. USC has a history of winning championships. A and M doesn't. Yet we all act like they should. No, but again, and this this is my point. I think they have the potential to do that. Okay, just like I think Michigan State, when they were good, had the potential to do that. I mean, they they've got they've got the resources to do it. Now they've got the coach to do it. But they have to go out and do it. They're they're Auburn before Auburn went out and won with Cam Newton. That's that's those programs are very similar to me, and and they're no. I don't think they're the B team in in Texas anymore. I hate to break it to you, the Horns are not. Uh, they're not as dominant as Alabama is to Auburn in in Alabama. No, and I, so I think now the difference is I also think A and M's got to get past Alabama, which everybody does. And to be fair, A and M most years has to get past LSU. They've been in the SEC well, yeah, nine they have, years. They've they beaten have. them twice, most, and once was seven absolutely. overtime. Most absolutely. years, they've got to get past Alabama, LSU, and Auburn. Yeah. Some years, Mississippi State. A, that's where A&M is. They, they're right in the middle of the SEC West. And we expect them to be better than the Mississippi schools in Arkansas. And we expect right. Auburn, Alabama, and LSU to be better than them. And, and then there's and, years where they fluctuate, certainly. But for, for them to pop up and be the best team in the SEC and make the playoff... It just seems like it's so far away to me. Well, well, two quick thoughts on that. For one thing, it's, it's not that far away for them to actually make the playoff considering they're fifth right now. If they win this weekend, it's going to take some stuff to happen for them to get in. Now they're going to wind up against Alabama again and get their ass kicked, but you're in the playoff. Okay, that's, that's at least a step. Maybe. Well, I mean... So, I mean, what do you want, though? I mean, if you get in the playoff, isn't that better than not? I'm saying maybe you're in the playoff. How do they get maybe. in? Well, I, I, I still think it's going to be very hard for them because I don't think – I think Notre Dame is in no matter what. Yep. You almost have to have well, – As long what, as Michigan plays Ohio State, they're mm, in, right? Well, I don't know about – I mean, Ohio State's going to have to wind up playing seven games. I'm not all that blown away by Ohio State. I think they're better than A&M. This is what I, this is what I want to ask you. L- let's give credit where it's due. They beat Florida by three points at home. Yeah. What's their next best win this season? Probably South Carolina. What's South Carolina's current record? Uh, they, listen, they I believe LSU seven. LSU bludgeoned South yes. Carolina. Yes. Well. I mean, it is like they've they've really done so. And this is what I was talking. No, they don't. This is what I asked Brad about yesterday. If we say okay, the, the win is the win, and they they did win that game against Florida. But if that's your your best data point, and it's you know it's good, but that's the next best data point is a two and seven team. No, but I'm, I'm. But what I'm asking you is, okay, so who who's better? Who are, who are we saying has better data points right now? Because this is a different year. 
Nobody has nobody has these big wins because we didn't have those big early games. Cincinnati. So, I mean, you said Cincinnati. No, I said no. I said I'd take Cincinnati on a neutral field against A and M right now. But you know what? What's Cincinnati's best win? Memphis. UCF. Yeah. And guess what? They've got what two losses already. They're not the same UCF. They, but beat. how do we look at losses, or do, do we look at who we think is actually good? Like, like but, can you look at a team and say, hey, they played these teams, but I look at their lineup and say they're good. It doesn't matter who they've played. Do you believe that Cincinnati, despite who they've played, do you believe that on you said on a neutral field they yes, can beat a I, I think they're better so than a and they're better than A&M. Uh, let me just no, give you – that doesn't me, mean that – that means I think – they would beat them. Doesn't mean they're better than AM. By the so, way, we, we're way late for a break. We're okay. past the hour here. We gotta right. go to break. All right, go to break. I have got something on the other side. I'll ask you about AM. Okay. I gotta tell you guys about the fight coming up tomorrow night. Guys, I'm excited about this fight. Uh Errol Spence Jr., one of the best in the whole wide world. 26 and 0, 21 knockouts. Uh Fred and I went up to, to to Dallas and watched him fight a couple years ago. We're like, man, this guy is the best in the world. Then a car accident. And he's out. We don't know if he's ever going to come back and fight. And it's a tragedy. Oh, my God. Guess what? He's back now. 14-month layoff. And who's he got for his first fight back? Not some scrub-a-dub. Nope. Danny Garcia. Two-division world champion, Danny Garcia. How about that? 36-2, and 21 knockouts, Danny Garcia. They're bringing it up. It's going to be a great fight. Uh, it's up there in Dallas. Guys, undefeated. Errol, the truth, Spence. Puts it all on the line. His undefeated record, his titles, all on the line against Philly's own Danny Swift Garcia. The biggest fight of the year. It's all going down tomorrow night, December 5th, live on pay-per-view. You can buy it now at foxsports.com slash PPV, and you can watch it on any screen you want. You need a taste of your own SportsMapBets.com is live. Stay up to date with betting guides for this week's NFL and college football action. Or check out SportsMapBets research tools and keep the lead in your fantasy league. SportsMapBets.com has all the info you need to make the best play. 